You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, um, let's talk about the Swayman injury. The um, The Bruins, when the game was, was it 5-2 or 5-3 when he went down? Uh, so, it was, they pulled... I think they pulled Allmark at five two. Um, and then that would have been when he it came was, in. It was five three when Swayman got hurt. Okay. okay. So, so back when it was five three. Bergeron on a on a back check goes down. Looks like his skate hits um Swayman's pad when his when his skate blade was up against the left post. And so when Bergeron made impact, it kind of it looked like his knee like hyperextended. Um, so it looked really bad when you, when you, when you were able to see replays at first, you may have thought maybe Bergeron skate blade cut him. No, nah, that wasn't the case. It was a knee issue. Um, before I let you guys go, the latest I saw on Twitter after the game was that Swayman was seen outside the locker room or inside the locker room walking around, but with ice, with ice packs on his knee. So he's walking, which is good news, but that's all yeah. I heard. Yeah, Matt Porter, the Globe, reported that and said no crutches. So doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that he avoided serious injury, but obviously it is better than you know if you had seen him on crutches already right after the game. So, um, or in I like guess, a brace or like anything. Yeah, like that. I guess what and I tweeted this at the time. Like what you're hoping for is that it was like straight back and just a straight hyperextension um, because while painful, you that is not a super serious injury. Like you can recover from that fairly quickly. What you don't want is any sideways movement where ligament damage gets involved or, or then... movement. That's so that's not just straight. It's like bent where your, your leg comes forward of your knee that's never well, good either. That's yeah, the worst not. case scenario, which we didn't see. But also, like certain th- some of that ligament damage, if I think like meniscus, um, an MCL, if you tear it, uh, you're not walking unassisted. So, um, that's at least my basic knowledge of it. Um, yeah, it depends. Um, because like in ACL, you you can walk on. Like, you but can I actually... think meniscus and MCL, yeah. you can't. Um, so maybe that means it's not those were just you know with our limited as we've gone over several times our limited um 
doctor or you know medical experience or examinations i i shouldn't be the one talking because i have a completely effed up knee that's needed surgery for two years and i still haven't gotten it so but when i get injured i had to have people carry me out so maybe yeah. i'm just a baby or something but. i mean i would like not to put negative thoughts in people's heads but i would also point out like last year with um Jacob Zaboros torn ACL. He he neither he, he nor the team thought it was a torn ACL right away. And Zaboros actually like walking around. He said he was literally walking around the seaport when he got the call from the doctor with the results saying it was a torn ACL. So, you know, you can't you can't always tell right away, but again, at least he wasn't on crutches immediately after the game. My thoughts too when I saw it was thank god the nets break away like they have the pegs they come loose because if that net doesn't pop off he's just stuck between bergeron coming this way the net not letting him slide backwards at all and his leg would have literally crunched the other way if that net didn't have the ability to to break away it definitely stopped the impact from being as bad as it could be and, you know, it's not always how the net used to be. So it's it, it makes a big difference on plays like that where, you know, you don't notice it all the time, but that play you're like, okay, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Um, and fortunately, Lena Solmark was able to stay healthy the rest of the game. So he got an unconventional victory um, when he got Yeah, we pulled. didn't get the emergency backup. No. Uh, no, I had my phone on speed dial, but I never got the call. Uh, <laughs> so they actually commented on, on television um, when Olmark got pulled. Well, there goes Olmark's 6-0 record to start the year. Um, but <laughs> little did it know, unconventionally, he finally – damned if he doesn't, damned if he does. He's finding a way to get back in there. So obviously he went back in relief um, and, and you know played well. Didn't give up another goal. Um, but, you know, the Bruins – more so than anybody in the league, they really rely on that one, the the 1A, 1B, you know, goalie system in place now. So if Swayman is out long-term, um, I, next man up, I guess, would it, would, it, would it be who's the current starter in Providence? I, I should is know. It, Kaiser? it would be either Keith Kincaid or Kyle Kaiser. I, I would have said Kincaid was probably ahead, but Kyle Kaiser has gotten off to a really good start down there. So I guess it could be him, but. Didn't Kincaid uh, get hurt early on too? What was that? Didn't Keith Kincaid get hurt in preseason or with Providence? He got it. Yeah, he, got he missed. Ball, he missed but... the end of preseason with okay, with something. Was. Yeah. So, All right, so yes, there you go. Um, what did you think of Allmark's performance up until the point he got pulled? Like the first, the the five goals that he gave up? Because I personally wasn't really thinking like okay this was like on him like I just didn't feel like in most of the situations he was at least not the most at fault for most of those no I mean they hung him out to dry for sure the fifth goal was bad that was one he should have had and at the time that really felt like a backbreaker because it was like okay four two but you know you're still in it, especially with this offense and then to immediately give up a fifth on a long shot that just beats him clean. Uh, that was tough. I also thought the... Was that the first shot that he saw, though, after the, the previous goal? 
I believe so. So like that's sometimes that's hard for a goalie to, you know, you want to make that next stop. And then, you know, you're, you're are you just gave up a goal. I think they came like less than a minute apart. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken too. So it was like really quickly, um, they go from four, you know, giving up the fourth goal to giving up the fifth goal. Sometimes it's hard for a goalie to rebound, you know, right after like that. It was three, yeah. it was three in like a minute and 37 and yeah. the final two were in like 20 seconds apart. I also yeah. thought, I think it was the third one that Josh Archibald, I didn't, he might not have been able to get it anyways, but he really didn't get, it was like, that was the one that was like a pass from kind of behind or the side of the net right up to the slot during uh, the delayed penalty call in Marshan. And, you know, it's in close. It's definitely a grade eight chance, but Allmark didn't really get set and almost like he didn't really track it well coming from, kind of coming from like a little bit behind him. Um, so I didn't love that one either, but yeah, obviously the defense was, was the bigger issue, but that fifth goal, especially that was, that was a save you needed to make. So I, I was okay with pulling him at that point. Um, you know, they needed to, need to do something to shake it up. And I certainly didn't think all Mark had, had his best. Two questions. Was this the defense's worst game and was this all Mark's worst game? Defense's yeah. worst game was Ottawa. Yeah. Definitely. But this and, was definitely all Mark's worst game so far. I mean, I, that Ottawa game was, that was, I mean, that made pot hockey look like lockdown defense. Um, this and game, there were similarities to that game, right? Like it looked like the Bruins were maybe going to have this, you know, still remain, you know, scoring at least, you know, four goals, even though they were, I thought going to lose, obviously they didn't, but it was like, okay, well, they're still scoring all these goals in what, you know, at, at times looked like it was going to be a loss. Um, so there was, there were those similarities to the Ottawa game, obviously another road game. Um, and it wasn't pretty defense, but you're right. It's probably still second to that, to that Ottawa game. Well, cause tonight, well, cause the, for me, the Ottawa game kind of felt like just 50 minutes of a shit show. Whereas defensively, whereas tonight's game, like we just kind of said, it was three goals in like a minute and a half in the second period. Um, you know, but other, you know, interest, interestingly enough, like the Bruins, there were a few, go- the first two Penguins goals before what we just talked about, they both came at the end of a long Bruins possession shift where the Bruins were down in Pittsburgh's end. Like, you know, on TV, they say, oh, what a great start Pittsburgh gets off to. It's like, well, the puck was in Pittsburgh's end. It's Pittsburgh's end, the first. 45 50 seconds of the game and they come down and score so it's like um yeah i definitely say ottawa was a worse game defensively overall um but yeah all mark yeah he struggled in the first half he was strong in the second half when he came back in still gets a win still gets a win and by the way like not easy to do right like usually if you're a goalie and you get pulled from a game like if you're the backup goalie you you're always mentally preparing because you could have to go in any minute but when you're when you're the starter and you get pulled you, you kind of check out of the hotel at that point. So that was, yeah. That and was, he had walked back down into the locker room when he was pulled, he had gone back down to the locker room, probably regroup, probably be like, you know, take out some frustrations, you know, break a stick on the wall. I don't know. Um, some, some guys do that. So wow. no, you're right. And I was thinking to myself too, like, I can't remember the last time I've seen a starting goalie, you know, have to come back in that quickly. Um, or even really at all. Yeah. Once in a while it happens. Um, I wonder, I was thinking, I wonder if that's the first time that's happened to him. Oh, 
I mean, unless it happened in Buffalo, I don't think it happened in Boston. No, it definitely didn't happen mm-hmm. in Boston. But just like, is that the first time that's happened to him in his career? Um, I I don't know. But um, really, I guess the key takeaway, yeah, it wasn't perfect from Allmark. I'm still not concerned about Allmark. Um, I am concerned about Swayman's knee, and we're going to follow that very closely. Let's let's be honest, guys. They had a lot of Reese's pieces this weekend. Okay, we saw the pictures. They were feeling they were feeling good. They deserve the weekend to have fun with the with, with the. Uh, there you go. With I literally the- had this in my <laughs> robe pocket, and I just remembered it when you said that. Bridget. Guys, I have so much leftover Halloween candy. Yeah, Scott, <laughs> talk to us about that. You got all ready for it. <laughs> For the, uh, the trick or treaters, and you got what four? Yeah, the, this was yeah, first. You really had three. First, first Halloween at the new place. So you know, I want I want to make sure it wasn't the person who ran out. Like I didn't want to be that jerk. So, and I <laughs> you don't want the kids egg in his house, <laughs> brand because, new house. Like there are always like a lot of kids like playing like on the street and like around the uh, the condo complex. So I was like, oh, like I'm sure I'll get some. Got three. Three trick-or-treaters all night. Well, you beat so me. I have an entire bowl of chocolate just sitting here, and I'm like, well, guess I'm not making any plans for a diet until the new year. So. Well, I live in the middle of the woods, and we got zero. Yeah, so. it's, it's interesting. I, I was talk, I was talking about with uh, my siblings. Like, when we were kids, um, like, we, my parents used to have anywhere from, like, 120 to 175 trick-or-treaters each year. But it's interesting, and but now the same neighborhood, it's like you know, maybe ten kids, and it's 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 interesting. It's it's almost like um, you know, what where we grew up, like the neighborhoods around us, like all the parents are having kids at the same time. But now those kids yeah. are older, like we're in like our twenties and, and and some in their thirties and whatnot, and the parents are kind of like you know just retired age, and they're still in their home, so there's no more kids there. Yeah, that's like that's what same thing where I grew up. It was like the entire neighborhood. Everyone seemed to have kids within like five or six years of each other in terms of age. And then like the whole neighborhood grows up. And now, you know, I don't think there's really that many kids left there. And there's a lot of leftover peanut M&Ms for us to eat. I literally just had this in my pocket. So (laughs) that shows you how this is affecting my diet right off the bat. Oh, man. Um, I got I got a trick or treat question for you guys. Bruins Winter Classic logo reveal, which is the meth bear with the word Boston over it. Is that a trick or is that a treat? I'm that's a treat if you ask yeah, me. I like treat. I think I go treat. I go treat because you know what? Anything to like it's it's fun to look at. As as crazy as it looks, it's like okay, at least it wasn't boring. I mean, and, and you bring bring back your month. You bring back, yeah, Meth Bear and Pooh Bear in the same season. It's, man, Pooh Bear's going to wrap, Pooh Bear season's going to wrap up in December, uh, and then they're, we're immediately going to flip the calendar to Meth Bear season. It's honestly, guys, I think it bodes well for a cup. I think it really does. I saw, I saw a funny, uh, I saw a funny um, tweet just now on, uh, like a few minutes ago. It was like, it was a picture of the Pooh Bear, and the caption said, when the game was 5 2, and then there was a picture of the Meth Bear, and then it says, when the game was 6 5. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Jeff Israel that tweeted that? It may have been. I don't. I, 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 it wasn't somebody I follow. I, it was just the algorithm pushed it through, or somebody retweeted it. Uh, I'll try to find it. Yeah, that was that was, that was good old Jeff Israel. Well, instead of instead of uh, Montgomery saying this team is a tiger, maybe he can just say this team is a meth bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I, I like how the Bruins in their 
press releases for you know first the reverse retro and now for this they could say Pooh Bear, but they're not going anywhere near Meth Bear. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> we'll, they called we'll it. Cover it. Yeah. I think they called it the Boston Bear. Is like how yeah, they officially sure, refer to it. Sure. Like yeah, yeah that's that's Southie definitely bear. what everyone's gonna call it. Yeti Southie Bear. <laughs> yeah, let's see if on the broadcast Winter Classic broadcast we get anyone saying Meth Bear. Probably not. My bet. My well, bet's on it, not. Well, but is it TNT? Because I, I was gonna say if it's TNT. Oh, Biz yeah, is definitely might. calling it meth bear. So yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I right. was hoping I'll be there. I, I me and Scott got to be up in the pre- warm this time, not mm. out in the cold. Because my yeah. God, was that a horrible experience when I went to the one at Gillette, froze my ass off, and they got killed by the Canadians. And I'll also, be- none of the fans were. I was in a section where I feel like I was surrounded by some of the dumbest people I've ever sat at a sporting event with. So. <laughs> wow. Sorry if you guys were near me. (laughs) No, it was bad. And by the way, those freaking intermission concerts that they have on TV, you're like, oh, this is cool. You know, they got whoever doing the intermission. And then when you're there, you're like, just get back to hockey. I'm freezing my ass off. Please get this guy off the stage. I'm like, I liked this artist, but right now he's my worst enemy. Please get, please get away. Please bring the hockey players back on. And so I can you know, get, get out of here sooner. By the way, for those who may not know, um, the, while it's the second winter classic at Fenway. Um, so good thing they're spreading the wealth around the league. Um, it's going to look different because they're, they're setting up the ice the complete other way, right? It's going to be vertical as opposed to horizontal. So it's going to go from like, call it like the, like the, like first base, the monster type thing. Is that, is that what I'm getting, what I'm figuring? Yeah, I, I saw the layout and I already forget it now. But yeah, you're right. It is going to be a different uh, better better viewing. Layout. I would imagine it looked like it was going to be like more in the infield, like rather than centered. So that like if you're on the th- kind of like the third base side or um, you know like the le- kind of left field loge area, like you're going to be very close to the ice, much closer than you would have been before. So basically they're going to sell those for more money and then you're stuck out in the cheap seats in the right field bleachers where all the drunks are at the Red Sox anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bleacher creatures aren't going to see shit over there. <laughs> as long as I'm in, you know, a decent spot to see the game and not cold, then that's, yeah. that's all I care. I won't be cold. I'll be, I'll be watching it on my phone probably in Florida, so. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll Bridget. Watch. We're gonna have you do man on the street interviews out in the. Yeah, yeah no. Well, see, I'm worried because I work for Hockey East and they have Frozen Fenway too, and I'm like, usually I do play by play, but what if they're randomly like Bridget? You know what would be a great idea? You could do sideline. <laughs> you could do rinkside for this game right now. I think I might quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you could. Maybe you could put on the. Um like the meth bear costume and be the, be the mascot. So at least you can keep. Oh yeah. Up. You know what? Those look warm. They do look, but warm. I'm also afraid of mascots and meth bear. So. Yeah. Well, see I if don't... we had just known this before Halloween costume. Yeah. Well, you can still wear it. It doesn't have to be Halloween to dress up. in a No, gun. I mean, I could have been that for Scott could have been that for Halloween, you know, then sure. he would have had no trick or treaters. <laughs> Did you dress up, Scott? What'd you dress up as? I did not dress up. I didn't he do anything. Very, very boring. 
I was fittingly an angel. How is that fitting? <laughs> That's the joke. I get a kick out of it because I know how far it is from the truth. In fact, the halo was like falling off. I was like, it knows it's not supposed to be up here. So anyway, I feel like we've ended up on the quite a tangent. The angel walking around with peanut M&Ms in her pocket. Mm-hmm. I did bring cookies, so that helps my case. Yeah, that's angelic for sure. But but being you know being angelic really isn't all that much fun. I found out it's much more much more fun to you know be able to swear and do other things like that that are fun. Like I swore at the TV today during that okay. Bruins game. <laughs> You're getting crazy over there, holy smokes! I'm like Melvin. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Oh, by the way, he came in second place in his costume contest. Yeah, that's a that, that was a that's a he got he got jobbed on that one. Oh yeah, the the guy who won, the guy who won, he had a llama costume on, and it didn't even. The guy fit. had the costume on, or his dog had the costume on. <laughs> the dog. When oh. I was explaining this to my brother, he thought that a, like a legit llama won the dog Halloween costume contest. Well, he's like, that's, that's what cheating. I. For like a split second, that's what I thought when you texted us because you said Melvin <laughs> lost to a llama, and I was like, I was like, I thought this was just a dog contest. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have even been mad if it was a real llama. I'd be like, no, guys, that was a great move. You know what? I respect it because not everyone has a llama to just bring. No, but he lost to a dog dressed as a llama, and I think you know, in in our hearts, he was always gonna win first place in it, his little it hat. Reminds you, it reminds you of like those like you know when you see like a really like full grown, like adolescent kid playing a sport with like a bunch of kids his age, but they're all, but he's overgrown. And it's like, sir, this person, this kid's not, this kid's not 10 years old. He's clearly <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. This llama's on steroids in this dog contest. <laughs> it was Danny fun. Almonte in the little league world series. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. I am 12. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was. Saying. Yep. You got it. All right. Uh, is well, there anything I, else? Because we're well beyond right now. So um, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Virgie, you good? I All think good. so. Yeah. Everything else can at least wait because at this point we've lost everyone. So yeah, you've lost me too. All right. <laughs> we will talk soon.